You're listening to audio from Crossroads Community Church, located in Fogelsville, Pennsylvania. If you want to learn more about C3 and what it is about, you can visit us at c3lehigh.com. And now, for today's sermon. Welcome, live stream family, to our Wednesday night devotional. We're going to be continuing kind of like a mini-series on Wednesday nights, specifically highlighting the Holy Spirit. Uh, We have Pentecost Sunday coming up towards the end of this month. I just want to send out a a quick message in regards to that. I've been asked if we're going to be doing any special series based on that, and my answer is not yet. That's a topic in a series that I want to uh, discuss and preach on and uh, have when we are all able to meet uh, as the physical body of Christ in this same building. So just wanted to throw that out there, that I'm excited to preach on the topic of the Holy Spirit on Sundays, but we're going to be doing that later uh, in the future, whenever we can actually have some altar moments and really run after uh, that topic, uh, that third person of the Trinity together. Uh, so tonight, as, as we open up into our, our, our topic of the Holy Spirit, I just want to tell you a quick story. You see, years ago, I entered into something called a Spartan race. A Spartan race is a seven-mile marathon that takes place on the side of a mountain with more than 30 obstacles designed by British Special Forces. And this marathon challenges you. I mean, not only does it go up and down and over the sides of a mountain, but there, these, these obstacles are just treacherous. When I say obstacles, I'm not talking about like a cute inflatable that you jump over. I'm talking about 300 yards of barbed wire crawls that you have to do while they spray you in the face with a fire hose. I'm talking about obstacles where they give you an 80-pound sandbag when you get to the top of a mountain so that your legs burn and cramp up as you go down the mountain. Then when you get to the bottom of the mountain, you have to carry it back up. I'm talking about obstacles where they fill up this huge five-gallon bucket that you have and they dump rocks in it. And so you have to carry this thing down the side of a mountain up. I'm talking about swimming across a lake only to get out of the lake feeling refreshed, feeling like, all right, to have to dive into a mud bog and go across a mud bog for about 600 yards. I'm talking about obstacles that break you and require a team effort. This is one of the most challenging fitness programs that I think I had ever participated in. Having done it, even longer before, without training, that's a story for another day, I knew that it was necessary to train for this one. So I did everything that I could for the weeks leading up to it. I tried to prepare my body for the trial that was ahead. I made sure that the stairmaster at the gym became my best friend. I made sure that cardio, which I hate, became my best friend. I tried to run outdoors rather than a nice, cool, cozy gym. I tried to run outdoors, up hills, down hills, so that I could withstand what my body was going to go through whenever it was put to the test through the trial that lie ahead. 
And I'm happy to say that I finished that Spartan race with a smile on my face and everybody in our team, the team that we put together to participate in this did. And we have stories, man, that I could tell you. We'll have to have a a campfire night where I just, uh, you come and I'll tell stories about the Spartan race that'll blow your mind. My point is, is that training had to happen in order to prepare me for the trial that was ahead. And just like training prepares us for the physical tasks ahead, the Holy Spirit empowers us for whatever life has ahead. The Holy Spirit empowers us for the tasks ahead. Acts 1.8 puts it blatantly, but you will receive power. You will receive what? You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You will be my witness in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Notice that phrase, to the end of the earth. There's no expiration. The gift of the baptism of the Holy Spirit isn't exclusive to a location, but he says to the end of the earth. John chapter 16 verse 13 says, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, me say He will speak. And He will declare to you the things that are yet to come. Preparation and empowerment for the task that lies ahead. That's what I hear. That the Holy Spirit will prepare you and empower you for the tasks that lie ahead. There are many conversations in regards to the Holy Spirit among uh, different denominations and even in our culture that ask this question, is the Holy Spirit necessary for today? We have technology, we have Google. Is the Holy Spirit really necessary for today? And in order to answer that question, question, I want to point out a few, just a few things that the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit advocates on our behalf. The Holy Spirit convicts us. When you and I do something wrong, when you and I step out of line, when you and I walk in disobedience rather than obedience to God's word, the Holy Spirit brings conviction about in our life so that we recognize, Lord, I need your help. The Holy Spirit, as we've already stated, gives us power. What kind of power? Supernatural power. Power that doesn't make sense to us, where not only when your temperament is drained, when you have received just emotional hurt in your life, the Holy Spirit empowers you in the weak points and in the strong points. The Holy Spirit enables us and helps us to declare truth. And based off of that short set of what the Holy Spirit does in my life and through my life, I would answer the question, yes, we still need the Holy Spirit today. We still need a power that is higher than ourselves. We still need a power that is higher than our phones. We still need a power that is higher than what we can imagine where it just doesn't make sense that we can't even explain it. The only way to explain it is to say that it's, it's someone, it's a happening that is supernatural. Whether you recognize it or not, we are in a battle right now that generations after generations who have gone before us in American history have never experienced a battle like this. Where the church is in a battle with the culture around us. And I would say in this battle, you and I need a Holy Spirit empowerment in order to make it through this battle. 
There's a battle right now where culture is trying to be louder than the church. In this battle, culture is rewriting God's word for the pleasure of self. There's a battle right now between culture and the church. And culture is now trying to tell the church what the church can say and how the church can say it. And what is acceptable is truth and what is not acceptable is truth. There's a battle right now where truth, biblical truth, is now being called hate speech. There's a battle right now where if you and I are empowered and abiding by the Holy Spirit, then friend, I'm not sure if you and I will be able to make it on the other side of this battle where the victory lies. There's a battle right now where culture is constantly trying to confuse us with cognitive dissonance to the points where we have all of these principles that don't align themselves with logic. There's a battle right now that the, the, the church is facing where we are being told to be silenced. And I've always been taught the principle based off of biblical truth that silence is the enemy of truth. Being told you can't say that. Being told you shouldn't do that. That's going to make people feel uncomfortable. We're being told that in the church there are certain topics that you can't preach because it's going to make somebody feel guilty. We're being told that we should abide by the cultural standard of what to say and what to do rather than God's standard. I would say that you and I need the Holy Spirit empowerment now more than we have ever needed the Holy Spirit's empowerment before prior generations in American history since 1776. You and I need the Holy Spirit's power to proclaim truth. The Bible says, and how will they believe if they have not yet heard? That's not a license for you and I to speak truth and hate because we adhere to what the Bible says. And the Bible tells us to speak truth in love. But we must speak it. One of the things that I'm fascinated by, and I feel like this is a fitting illustration given that Memorial Day weekend is just ahead of us. One of the things that I love studying and learning about is our military, but specifically the Navy SEALs. I love looking into the workout programs and training that these Navy SEALs go through. As a matter of fact, if you were to stop by the church and check out my, uh, my mini library in my office, you would notice that there is a bunch of military books. Many of them are written by Navy SEALs. I'm so infatuated with the leadership principles within our Navy SEALs. I'm so uh, drawn to the training that these guys go through to the point to where Navy SEAL training has a higher death rate than most other boot camps within the military. They get pushed so almost over the edge of what you can even imagine is possible. And I remember as I'm studying these Navy SEALs and one of the Navy SEALs on a documentary that I was watching, he began to go over his arsenal of, of weapons that he used. And as he's going over, he, he, he went over weapon by weapon and how every time, if it's a single round that shot through this, this weapon or if it's thousands of rounds, no matter what, he has a strict 
cleaning policy. He has a strict cleaning regimen. And during this documentary, he said, your weapons are your best friend. You take care of your weapons and they will never fail you. You become in tune with your weapons and you will know how to use them whenever the battle is happening right in front of you. You will know how they operate. If they jam up on you, you will know how to clear the problem, but you won't have to worry about them jamming up on you if you simply get to know your weapon and take care of it. Friend, can I tell you that the Holy Spirit is our weapon, that we have got to know the Holy Spirit, that we have got to open ourselves up to those times where we say, Holy Spirit, speak. I'm listening so that the Holy Spirit, so that we can become so in tune with the Holy Spirit that whenever a battle arises, we know how to use the weapon that God has given us. When you don't know how to pray, the Holy Spirit helps you in that moment, according to the book of Acts. The Holy Spirit gives us a prayer language that is specific to us. We receive revelation and wisdom from the Holy Spirit as He leads and guides us as stated prior in John chapter 16. You and I will often find that in this relationship with our weapon, the Holy Spirit empowerment, that the Holy Spirit not only convicts us but stirs up things in us. Have you ever had a righteous anger? where you recognize that there's a situation and you recognize that there is no righteousness within it and there's something that rises up in you and you say, I have got to do something to put a stop to this. I have got to start a cause. I have got to speak about this, that there's a conviction not only that tells you that there's something sinful that you've done, but a conviction that says something must be done. That's the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit speaks to us and says, you can't remain silent. You speak and I'll begin to give you the words to say. The Holy Spirit is our weapon. And friend, the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer equips us so much so for battles like this that I can't help but sit back and say, we were built for moments like this. When you and I have the Holy Spirit empowerment alive in us, working through us and in our lives, and we're in that active relationship with the Holy Spirit. What does an active relationship look like? Well, one, you recognize that the Holy Spirit has has come into your heart when you give Jesus your life. It says that the the Holy Spirit resides in us. But then in Acts chapter 1 and 2, there's this second uh, baptism that takes place where Jesus said you'll be baptized by fire and, and the Holy Spirit baptize us and there's this empowerment that comes along with this happening in the the, the scripture and specifically chapter 2 in the book of Acts says that they were they began to uh, get filled with the Holy Spirit and they they began to speak in other tongues and that this was evidence of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit you and I need this empowerment here now today. Why? Because when you receive this empowerment, I believe that you'll be able to set back and say, I was built for challenging moments like this. Why? Because I have the Holy Spirit empowerment and he's going to lead me through the battle. As we close, I challenge you this Memorial Day weekend. I dare you. As a matter of fact, I double dog dare you. To not only fight the battle of culture in a new way, 
but in a Holy Spirit-led way. I challenge you to study in the book of Acts chapters 1 and 2 the baptism of the Holy Spirit and ask yourself the question, am I ready to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Am I ready to experience this supernatural empowerment? I challenge you to pray a dangerous prayer. And it's only for those of you who are, who are brave and ready and willing. I challenge you to pray a dangerous prayer that states, Holy Spirit, lead me. And speak to me. Sometimes in church we get this perception that whenever the Holy Spirit speaks to us that it's this mythical happening and that you hear voices inside your head. And can I tell you that's not what it's, it's like to, get, to hear the Holy Spirit's voice in your life. The best example of this that I have heard is that when somebody's staring at you at a store... And you know that you know that there's somebody looking at you and you turn over your shoulder and there's somebody looking at you. Nobody spoke to you. You didn't hear voices inside your head. You just knew that you knew. That's kind of what it's like to hear the Holy Spirit's voice. That there's a conviction in us that comes out of nowhere. It doesn't come out of us producing it within ourselves. It comes from the Holy Spirit where you're thinking about a difficult situation and all of a sudden there's kind of this solution that comes to mind. That's the Holy Spirit. When there's different areas in your life where you say, I didn't know this before, but now I just feel like there's something inside me that says, I have this guidance or this wisdom or I need to do this or I need to stop this. That's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. I double dog dare you. This upcoming Memorial Day weekend, to not only fight against the battle of culture that I've spoken to you about tonight, but fight it with the Holy Spirit's help. To study this gift, to seek this gift, to open your heart and your mind up. Test me on it. I dare you. Test me on it. Test it. The Bible says, test all things and hold on to what is true and what is good. What is true and what is good? God's word. Test it. Would you pray with me? Dearly Father, we thank you so much that you have not only called us to the battle, but you've equipped us for it, that you've empowered us for this battle. Lord Jesus, you knew that we were going to face struggles, that we were going to need something beyond ourselves. And you said, I will send the helper, my spirit, the Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you so much for the third person of the Trinity. I pray that we would, we would never come to the point where we think that we can manage this life and the challenges within it on our own power, on our own accord. But Lord Jesus, I pray that your church would always look to your Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us. So Father, as we head into this weekend, I pray and ask for testimonies of individuals who have sensed your Holy Spirit leading our lives. I pray for testimonies where individuals say, you know what, Pastor Don, I began to study the book of Acts. I began to, to pray out loud and say, God, I want to experience this gift. And therefore they experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, I pray that we would be a church that doesn't fight this battle against the culture around us on our own. But I pray that we would fight it with your Holy Spirit leading the way as we submit to your Holy Spirit. So Father, we echo the words of Isaiah. Here I am. Lord, send me. Speak now. Your servant is listening. Have your way, Lord Jesus, we ask. Amen.
Thank you so much for joining us for tonight's live stream. I look forward to seeing you again here over the weekend for our three services that are going to be showing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of our, our, our what would be our typically our Sunday morning service will be showed Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So make sure that you check back into one of the time slots that we offer on our social media page. Check it out and uh, have a great Memorial Day weekend. May God bless you and make sure that as you fight this battle that the culture is waging around us, that we are making sure that we are submitting to the Holy Spirit and allowing his empowerment to lead the way. Amen, church. Amen. God bless you. This has been an audio recording from Crossroads Community Church. If you'd like to get in contact with us or learn more about us, you can follow us on social media at C3Lehigh or email us at info at C3Lehigh.com. We'd love to hear from you.